This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Friday, June 12th. Thank goodness. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. Repricing, retracing, or just rethinking? The massive sell-off in domestic equities on Thursday was a function of the emergence of a second wave of COVID-19 in several states, and all that implies for the economic outlook. Elevated overnight treasury trading volumes accompanied a partial giveback with 10-year yields at 71 basis points this morning, thereby further solidifying our range trading thesis. Reports that Houston is, quote, getting close to reviving the stay-at-home order served as a sharp reminder that the pandemic isn't behind the U.S. and further damage remains a very real possibility. The potential for a secondary spike in cases of the coronavirus has been an essential unknown throughout the process, and presumably many investors were wary of such an eventuality, hence the willingness to so quickly reprice on initial signs of a second wave. It was also overbought momentum that made domestic equities and higher treasury yields vulnerable from a technical perspective. Stochastics have now corrected in both stocks and bonds, and today's session will be one spent attempting to establish new equilibrium. The 3000 level in the S&P 500 marks an important inflection point, and a weekly close below this suggests that there's more downside risk in the near term. The risk of a fresh round of shutdowns complicates the final trading session of this week. All else being equal, one would expect risk assets to face downward pressure as the balance of headline risks over the weekend is skewed toward rising re-lockdown odds. However, the departure point matters, and Thursday's repricing has proven an opportunity, buying in stocks, selling in bonds, for those less wary of a secondary surge in COVID-19 cases, or at least that was the case overnight. The ability of momentum to extend into today's close will be a key litmus test for investor sentiment at this stage in the pandemic. The unfortunate reality is that the U.S. was more likely than not to experience an uptick in coronavirus cases, and still equity values managed to make it back to unchanged year-to-date. The depth of the current sell-off will inform investors' expectations for the balance of the year. Said differently, if a second wave is worth a net drop of 6-10% before buying interest emerges, then the market could prove surprisingly resilient once again as those who missed the first post-crash rally are compelled to get involved by the second wave discount. A similar logic holds in treasuries, with Thursday's rally triggering profit-taking as the strength of the range was reinforced by the inability of 10-year yields to remain below the 40-day moving average of 68 basis points. It's not a day when trading momentum will turn on the economic reports, particularly given the offerings are limited to import prices and the University of Michigan sentiment figures. The former is dated information given Wednesday's CPI release, and the latter leaves us to ponder how confident should consumers truly be during a pandemic. Nonetheless, the sentiment 
current conditions, and expectations component are all forecast to improve, albeit while remaining at relatively weak levels on an outright basis. The broader rebound in risk assets surely increases the odds of an upside surprise, and we'll be closely watching the inflation component for confirmation expectations remain well anchored. As with the rates market as a whole, the curve has been put squarely back into the range, and the move has been accompanied by a shift in momentum favoring additional flattening. Two's tens got as flat as 45.7 basis points before rebounding modestly, and 50 basis points appears poised to represent near-term equilibrium. Five's thirties broke through the lower bound of an upward sloping channel formation that had been in place since mid-April. The foray below 110 basis points sets up the 530s curve for an extended period of consolidation with the 128.5 basis point peak from early June unlikely to be back on the radar until investors fully digest the realities of the second wave of the outbreak. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.